This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. Right at home with Rich. Broadcasting from the Aqua System Studio on 97.1 FM Talk is sponsored by the Missouri Athletic Club. All right. Good Saturday afternoon. Thanks for joining me. In my home, right here at Right at Home with Rich, I'm your host, Rich Orris, and boy, we got a lot going on today. Got a guest with me, got some other uh, remodeling tips and information we can go over if we have time. Um, Also, would love to touch on some of these uh, ideas with you and hear your questions, your thoughts, um, anything you've been through. Love to hear what you've got going for us, so we've got a lot of information today, but Love to hear what you've got going too, and uh, love to hear you know just your your input on any of this, and maybe call in and have a conversation with us. Um, so the uh, the number you need three one four two four one nine seven nine seven. You can also still ask me any of your remodeling, home improvement questions, anything you got going on around the house you want to know about. I'll be here for you today again three one four two four one. 9797. If you're far away, 866-455-9797. And every week, halfway through the show, I'll have my right at home hack. You are going to want to stay tuned for this one. I've got some uh, some cleaning stuff for you that you are going to want to learn about. Um, things that you need to uh, look for and think about cleaning. So great information on the hack today. And I want to re- just kind of remind everybody, in the upcoming weeks, keep your eyes out on my social media for some upcoming questions, polls, giveaways. We're going to be doing some things on all of my social media probably in about the next month. So um, you can find me on Twitter, at Rich Oris, very simple, or Facebook. Just search Mosby Rich Oris, O-R-I-S. Take you right to uh, my Mosby Facebook page and, and a lot of information and all my hacks are posted on there. And you can get the links in Twitter to get to my hacks. So every week you can go back, look at them, find all that information. Hopefully it's a lot of great information for everybody. And, but for the next hour, again, get your advice, anything, remodeling, home improvement that you need, or just weigh in on some of the the great tips or great conversations, you know, that we're having today. Love to hear from you. Again, 314 241 9797. Give us a shout. And today, so I have a, uh, a special guest with me from the Missouri Athletic Club. I've got Skip Bowders with me. He is the facilities manager of their buildings out there in that uh, MAC uh, social club. So I want to introduce Skip for us here. How you doing today, Skip? I'm doing well, Rich. Thanks for having me out today this morning afternoon hey no problem i appreciate you coming out and i think really you know um with what you do for the mac we're going to have a lot that we can talk about with the new buildings the old buildings 
maintaining maintenance. This is a lot of stuff that we do here at Mosby that homeowners need to do, that businesses, everybody needs to do. Um, very important stuff. So we can go through a lot of that stuff and kind of similar to like a Mosby Building Arts project manager is kind of, you know, what sounds like what you're uh, doing over there for them. So um, maybe start out, you want to just uh, skip, just kind of tell everybody exactly what do you, what does that position mean over at the MAC and, and what are you doing, you know, to take care of those buildings? Certainly. Um, as a facility manager, my primary function is to keep our buildings safe, uh, energy efficient, clean, and uh, uh, organized. Okay, yeah. So exactly sort of like, um, you know, when when I'm going out and I'm talking to homeowners and I'm, you know, looking at their house, a lot of times we're looking at, even if it's like a kitchen, we'll, we'll look at more of the home. We'll look at other things. We'll talk about, you know, what's in store for the home. And is there anything else, you know, out there and, and kind of, I'm always touching on maintenance with everybody because it is such an important, you know, important feature to a building or a home or, or a facility or anything of, you know, you can remodel and that's great, but if you don't maintain, you know, I think that's, uh, that's a big no, no. And, you know, for residential homeowners, yeah, you lose value in your home. Well, for, for you guys, I'm sure you, you not only can lose value in that building, but it ends up making, you know, stuff down the road and, and, and making changes and, and remodeling the facility and changes to the facility just more expensive down the road if you haven't, you know, maintained everything, you know, as you go along. So you guys are probably pretty, pretty busy keeping up. And, and we were kind of talking before, so you've got an outside project you're looking at doing downtown. Yeah, I, I do. But before we go to that, uh, you were mentioning a project and maintenance. And uh, when, when we take on a project of redoing an area, we one of the f- first considerations we look at is how is this going to affect the maintenance, the wear and tear, how long is this going to last, um, what's it going to take to keep it clean, so on and so forth. So uh, a lot of time and efforts put into the selection of products that is placed in our or that we use with our redos, for instance, paint paint tones and sheens and so on and so forth. Because as you know, if you uh, go through a home and uh, paint with the wrong paints possibly and the owner can't clean it, then that's problematic to you. You don't have a happy customer. So, Or if you install carpet that's not easily cleanable or uh, it's very cumbersome to clean, again, that's not going to make a happy uh, client of yours. So uh, we... We'd look at that very, very extensively when we started redo. Uh, as you mentioned, we talked earlier, and uh, one of the most exciting things that's coming up in our near future is in March, we're embarking on a, uh, a restoration of our Fort Street and Washington Street uh, uh, elevations from the roof down to the ground. Um, the exterior is primarily, well, it is brick and limestone. That's a lot of elevation there. That's, yeah, that's neat. a yeah. lot of elevation. It's a lot, lot of uh, a lot of uh, time and effort. We're anticipating being on that project cleaning from uh, March till the end of September. So that's a lot of uh, 
setting up scaffolding, a lot of protection, a lot of a, uh, cleaning up issues that have been ongoing for numbers of years, restoration of wood, so on and so forth. So it's going to be a very exciting project. It's going to uh, clean up the building, and uh, you know, it's something that uh, myself and uh, my general manager, Wally Smith, have, have wanted to do, and we've been given an opportunity through, uh, through a uh, grant from uh, one of our, our members as well as the uh, membership of the Preservation Society. They're pulling together to raise the funds to get this oh, done. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's a very old. It's one of the oldest um, historic buildings downtown that they say is actually still used as its original purpose Attended, that it was yes. built for. Yeah, yes. which is, you know, that that's amazing in itself. So, yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of people that really look forward to keeping this nice and the way it is and the historic value and and all of that is just a wonderful, wonderful thing. And and we're going to jump into our first break here. But, you know, when, when we get back, I want to touch a little more on that, you know, picking products and maintenance because that's stuff that we do all the time with our clients and thinking about that, you know, cost of a project later on. So um, stay tuned and feel free to join in the conversation. Give us a call, 314-241-9797. All right, we are back and um, having a great conversation. One thing I love to talk about, and uh, it's great with you, Skip, is that you know the older buildings. Mosby, we do a lot of, you know, we're right out of Kirkwood. Um, we do a lot of Kirkwood, Glendale City, a lot of older buildings. We're we're pretty knowledgeable on the residential end, you know, of those older buildings. But you know, something that that we were talking about was that um, kind of like future maintenance thing, when you're thinking about a project and you're thinking about, you know, all right, we're going to put in a new floor and, and you think, what does it cost to maintain this floor? How often do I have to clean it? How often? And this is what, you know, we try and help advise and do for our clients, you know, at Mosby Building Arts is we're, you know, looking at, either a whole house remodel or just a bathroom or just a kitchen. And I get, you know, these advice questions all the time, you know, of, well, what's the best floor or what's going to, you know, and really for us, it's more about advising and weighing the pros and cons and letting people know, because, you know, you guys will probably always pick, well, let's pick what's going to cost us the least down the road, even if we pay a little bit more now, because you just, you're going to shell that out an hour or later. You know, and that's what a lot of homeowners, unfortunately, if they don't get good advice, they're not going to understand that. So like painting, like you were talking about, Skip, if you get a cheaper price painting the inside of your kitchen or bathroom as this, this job's remodels going on or whatever, but they use a cheaper, chalkier paint and it doesn't clean well, and then you, you get a scrape on the wall or something. So you go to touch it up and it doesn't touch up well because it's a really cheap paint. You know, you saved money on your project, but you know, like you were saying, now it's a year later and you're repainting half the room or something because you're like, right. oh man, that looks horrible. Right. You know, and so, you know, looking at it from your guys's aspect, more of a business of we, we need to do this because we got to maintain a budget and everything we do. And we got to think about this all year. A lot of homeowners, unfortunately, 
miss out on that end of it if they don't speak with the right people and all they're doing is picking on price. Right, exactly. Uh, you know, when we address a project, we, we have to do it right the first time. You know, yeah. uh, as I said, I, I do the maintenance side. Uh, I'm also responsible for the housekeeping side. And um, quite frankly, when we do something, we're probably not going to touch it again for at least five years, or at least that's our desire, just because of of the flow of people and so on and so forth. And it's hard to put areas out of order to paint and redo and set up scaffolding or whatever you need have to do in the certain area. So it's absolutely imperative that uh, we, we look at these issues. We discuss with our managers. We get the manufacturer's cleaning instructions. We go with good paints. Um, and as you said, the touch-ups, because I, I, there's nothing worse than to go out into a hallway or corridor or, or a room and think that this is going to touch up and this is a 10 minute job, patch it, paint it, gone. And it doesn't happen. Now it yeah. means we're painting the whole room. And that's, yeah. that's something that, you know, I, I, we staff to our levels of being right sized with our staffing. We don't have an abundance of additional labor and it's, it's absolutely essential that we do it right. Think about it and get people involved and make the, the project work properly. And, um, hopefully everyone's happy when we're done and the product or the project will last. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and having, you know, <clears throat> having good people for you on staff, I'm sure is, you know, a big thing that, uh, you have to have in need, you know, and like I was just, uh, talking with one of my, my clients yesterday and, uh, we're going to remodel two bathrooms in her house. And she said, you know, um, here at Mosby, we have a very large staff. We have a lot of, of production on staff. We do a lot of the industry ourselves. So we have licensed plumber on staff, licensed electrician. We've got tile guys. We've got guys that can do roofing. We've got, you know, whole exterior crews. We do the windows, doors. We, we have the staff that does all this. But like you were just talking about, if all of a sudden something takes too long or like for our case, it's now we're getting almost too much work. Like we're getting a bunch of work. Well, we have trusted trade partners that we would use too on different jobs and in certain cases in order to get through it and, and have the right people and all that. Cause, and what I was trying to explain to her was, so what we don't want to do is be like, oh man, we just, we got four extra bathrooms coming up. Let's hire a tile guy and I hope he's good. Right. And not have time to train him. Right. You know, set him loose in there. Maybe he is that good, maybe not. But then again, maybe we don't have enough work for him a month after that. Right. So now we just found a good guy and got to let him go. Or we didn't find a good guy and we got to redo his work anyways. And the project manager walks in, what are you doing? And we're putting, you know, and it ends up taking longer anyhow. So bringing in, you know, some trade partners at times when you, when you need them and to fill those gaps and voids and, you know, keep you moving on time you know, is, is very, very important. So, you know, like I'm sure your guys, if they go in to do something like that, you need those good materials to work out because he's got something next on the list. Right. There's projects, plenty of projects. Yeah. The building downtown is a hundred some years old and there's not a place that doesn't need something done. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And yeah. uh, our staff's very busy. Uh, you had mentioned trade partners, and we, we also uh, partner with people that are, are very reliable and trustworthy and uh, uh, can I can go to to get advice and um, get guidance on different things. Uh, the guy that's going to be doing the outside of our building, he's a trusted trade partner. I don't want to give him a, a push, but you know uh, the fellow's absolutely outstanding. Our plumbers are outstanding. The things that are in our wheelhouse, we'll take care of in-house. Uh, yeah. Major plumbing, lining, drains, and so on and so forth. We do have trade partners for that. As as we talked earlier, though my my staff is on housekeeping and maintenance side. They're absolutely excellent. They're hardworking and they do a good job. They want to come out and do a good job every day for the members and the public that's going to be coming through our buildings. Yeah, yeah, and everybody, you know, when we have had events and, and you know things like that. Obviously, I haven't really been around, you know when they're working on the room and stuff, but like if we, when we've had events out at your guys' facilities and have been to events at the facilities, I'm telling you what, the cooks, the, the, the service, the people are so just attentive and, and nice and just, you know, help with everything and everything just run, you know, you guys have got some great people there. We do. And, um, you know, kind of, another end of that business is, you know, how are you working and treating and what are you doing for these, you know, internal great people like, like Mosby always thinking about our external clients and the people we have to do the work for and all of that. And, you know, you guys are constantly thinking about, well, what are our members going to see and how are they going to like the experience? And are they, are we doing the right, you know, physical fitness classes for them and all this stuff, but having a focus on your internal people also is what really helps keeping that focus on those external people. Um, absolutely right. Absolutely right. Yeah. Um, we, you know, we, we uh, try to do, uh, well, always do the right thing with our employees. Um, and I believe that our employees are happy, and I, I believe that uh, they have a service spirit about them and that they understand the piece of taking care of the members and taking care of external guests that come through and it's it's a very aggressive hospitality uh mode that it's it's inbred in our employees and it's similar to what what i've seen with mosby i mean i've had the opportunity to work with moby mosby in uh different uh places and you know your your staffs are absolutely wonderful as well they're very service oriented they're very uh attuned to what customers want getting things done on time and taking care of the client on time and on budget. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, focusing on your people. Like we're, we're, you know, we're hiring some people right now. We've got some ads out there and, and they wanted to put out kind of like, uh, some statements and stuff from a lot of us employees and everything. And they, they literally sent out a thing to everybody, you know, a bunch of us, they selected and said, you know, just tell us some of the things that keeps you working at Mosby, you know, rich, why have you been here 18 years What's so important and, you know, so they're always looking at us for some of that insight and everything too, because they know that, you know, that team is extremely important. So, but we're, we're going to get to our, our hard middle break here 
If you want to get in on any of the conversation or have questions, give us a call, 314-241-9797. Stay tuned. My hack will be next. All right, we're back. Middle of the show. Get ready, everybody. I got my hack right up for you, and I want to kind of remind everybody that you can find every week all these hacks on my social media. You can get to a link on my Twitter, at Rich Oris. Or if you just find me on Facebook, Rich Oris Mosby, you get to my professional page. My hacks will be there. Sometime throughout next week, we'll have, you know, all the hacks are, are put in there in about the middle of the week, every week, so you can get back and get that information. Hopefully, it's great information for you. And if you want to weigh in on this hack, and I think a lot of people might, feel free to give me a call and let me know if there's anything that maybe you clean around your house that you think most people don't or miss or you just don't think about. Feel free. The lines are wide open to give us a shout. 314-241-9797. But right now, so, you know, nobody really loves cleaning their home, at least not not many. Um, and when you're cleaning, there's a lot of items that you just may miss. Or if you have a cleaning company or skip like your cleaning people that you have, I'm sure your cleaning crews focus on a lot of this stuff because you're trying to keep, you know, spreading bacteria and colds and different stuff. But there's a lot of things, you know, you have a cleaning service in a house. I don't think they're cleaning most of these items. And and a lot of homeowners just don't even think about it. And there's one on the list towards the end here that I'm going to have skip and maybe Eric, you can weigh in with us too. And I want to know if, if any of us have, have ever done, done this because it was a shocking one to me, but the things that you should clean that most people really don't think about or don't clean often enough. Um, so the first thing on the list is your remote controls. Um, you know, how many times a day does everybody in the house, you know, touch a remote control? Um, so really there was a study at the university of Virginia that found that, you know, when they tested remote controls, they all had cold viruses and all this stuff on them. And, you know, no one seems to, to clean those remote controls often enough. Um, gaming systems and of course the controllers for gaming systems, you know, think about now your kids are touching all this stuff, you know, so kind of like getting colds at school. Think about all the things that your children, you know, touch, um, the space under your refrigerator and your refrigerator coils is a big thing that you should really clean at least twice a year, they say. Um, and, and it'll really help the life of that refrigerator and the performance of it and cost less to run and all that if you do that. Um, the ice maker is a big one. They were um, All the research showed that you know everybody's using the ice maker on a refrigerator, right. but who really gets the soap and the bubbles and the stuff all over this ice maker? And I'm thinking, man, I don't I might have to ask my wife about that because <laughs> I don't know, you know. Soapy um, bubbles. This one surprised me. Another surprising one to me, too, was hairbrushes and combs. So they're saying just not pulling off the hair out of a brush is enough that you should actually, and this is from like a study from some dermatologists in New York City that they say at least once a month you should completely remove all the hair from a brush or a comb and clean it and kind of like let it sit overnight at least once a month in cleaner and stuff 
and, and clean that brush. And I'm telling you what, I don't, I'm, I'm gambling. There's not a lot of people doing that no, once I, a month. Not at all. Right. <laughs> I mean, and that's not even thinking, the surprising one. Thinking that's, yeah, that, that one probably is getting looked over a bit. Yeah, exactly. Um, so your, your HVAC heating, cooling vents, um, any, think of anything the air's flowing through, you know, um, exhaust for the kitchen and bath, um, your cold air return covers, really keeping them clean is is very important. Here's one that surprised me a little bit that I didn't think about too much either is light bulbs. So hmm. now, well, think light bulbs didn't last as right. long as they used to. Yeah. Yeah. Now, some of these are lasting 12, 13, 20 years. Right. Um, they'll collect dust and all this stuff, and they're saying it's time to actually start looking wiping at and your- wiping off your light bulbs and fortunately, a lot of the new ones aren't as hot as the old ones. So, well, yeah. you know, right. yeah, exactly. And it also reduces the light level that the yeah. bulb gives out. So, it exactly. Does make sense. Um, so, a big one on the list was bathroom decor, um, really cleaning that like once a month, mm-hmm. getting all that decor, washing the towels and, you know, stuff that you hang for de- decoration. Um, the, the, they found 452 types of bacteria per square inch in, in the bathroom and on the bathroom shelves. Scary. Yeah, isn't it? Um, so your shower head is a big one, you know, cleaning that um, and just all the bacteria and stuff that can kind of rain down on you while you're trying to clean yourself. They're, you know, clean that thing way more often. Um, so light switches is, is obviously an important one um, of being touched all the time and stuff. So Skip and Eric, here's, here's the one. I, w- I want to know... If you've if you've ever even thought of or done this, okay, your keys. No. When's the last time you took a like an antibacterial wipe and washed your keys? You, you know, honest. So I have a, I it's like almost like a tick with me. But whenever really? I'm sitting at my desk, I have these we wipes, and I'll the sit guy. there. Yeah, <laughs> but it's it, it same. It, basically, anything that's in my pockets. You know, yeah. same thing with these little headphones. Mm-hmm. You know, because they just. I realize it's like after you're wearing them. Like, no, these never See, get I did cleaned. the little headphone thing <laughs> yeah. just like yeah, last and the week. key, especially yeah. the key fob. That's just, the part that I'll sit there and kind of work on because they get kind of junky after a while. Yeah, you know? yeah I, but, I can't say I've ever cleaned my keys or my key fob. I live in a house with six children, so like remote controls, doorknobs. There's they we're get getting into flu nasty. season, yeah. right? Where it's, there's just you gotta start wiping stuff down. But uh, the the hairbrush thing, especially. Now, that's on my list now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Right. He's like, oh, I need to get one of those Barbasol containers <laughs> yeah, just, and start dropping them in there. Just drop them in there, yeah, like they do at the haircutting place. Um, yeah, I got to tell you, I'm, I'm, I'm guilty on the key thing. I was like, oh, man, my key. I don't think I've ever cleaned my key. You know, it got me thinking, you know? though, about like my steering wheel. Because even when you clean the car, you're not using like a disinfectant wipe on it or something Yeah, no, like you're that, not. You know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I just cleaned the car, too. But, yeah, it was just the the... The, you know, armor all keyboards and mice. Thing. Every time I'm in this studio, I was actually, whenever I had to step out for 30 seconds earlier, I'm looking for the hand sanitizer. <laughs> Where did it go? Because you're touching all these buttons yeah. in here. Just for your hands. Oh, yeah. yeah. Keyboards. Yeah. 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 So now, you know, with the modern cars, though, with the uh, key fobs that you don't have to use, sure. It's nice. Yeah. You probably guess, touch them yeah. a lot less often right. if you have the fob. Yeah. I actually still have a key that I got to. I got to crank the thing in there and, and, you know, so I'm, every time I'm starting a car, I'm taking this key out and 
So pushing it in. And, I'm yeah, always I'm driving a, older used cars. So whatever, whatever is the cool new technology, they'll, they'll see you in 10 years. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so I'm going home and I'm cleaning my keys really well. There you go. <laughs> it was a big surprise. So other things and just kind of also on the list, um, like we talked about the pet stuff last week, pet toys was on that list, yoga mats, dish drying racks. If you have like a dish drying mm-hmm. rack, um, you really should clean that. You know, everything's dripping off and drying off of it. Um, curtains. Your toothbrush holder, sure. not just changing your toothbrush, but the holder that it's in, reusable grocery bags, washing them and, you know, cleaning them. Because think about it, we're trying to save and right. not use plastic and we're reusing stuff over and over again. Your hands on the handles, you're putting stuff in there. Um, your coffee maker is a, is a big one on there. And um, a, another one that um, I think people probably focus on more now with newer washers and dryers is actually the washing machine, you know, cause they're so high efficient right. now. They, they have, you know, cleaning systems and stuff, but they're saying actually washing your machine, put like some vinegar in with the wash, put no clothes or nothing, just run like a, a big load with some vinegar and stuff in there on the hottest setting and kind of wash that washing machine. Right. Everything that's running through it. Similar to your Whirlpool bath, cleaning it every once in yeah. a while because the jet's block or not block up the gunk oh yeah everything runs through there and take filters yeah and that's why they've went on most of them to the to the air jets now that you know creates the bubbles does all the stuff feels just about you know probably better than the actual jets did in in those tubs that can you know get all recycled and gunk in there and yeah that's uh, you know you you're talking about um uh, washing things that you use, you know, like the drying rack at, uh, yeah. at your sink, you know, washing the sink. Yeah. People, you know, like that, that step gets skipped sometimes. And yeah. uh, you know, it's like that your sink can have as much bacteria as a bathroom by the time you're done cleaning yeah. everything. And, and if you don't get to that, you know, sure. at least a couple of times a week, it, it can make a big difference. Clean yep. your garbage disposal. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. So yeah, a lot of great things. So, Hey, if you're out there, you have some cleaning tips. If you have something that you you, you do that you think's important, hey, feel free to weigh in on this. Give us a call and let us know what that item is. Got any questions for us? Give us a call on that too, 314-241-9797. And we're going to get into some more of this when we get back. All right, we're back. Final segment. If you have anything for us, feel free to give us a shout if you're far away, 866-455-9797 or... Right in the backyard, 314-241-9797. I wouldn't mind hearing some of that cleaning stuff. If anybody has an idea or if you're, you know, you clean houses for a living and there's something that you do specifically to help people, any ideas like that I think is great for everybody um, and that sort of thing. So maybe they'll start cleaning their their, uh, clients' keys when they, before they leave for work, you know, let me see your keys real quick, kind (laughs) of fix that up for you. Um, but in, in, you know, thinking about all these things that we have to do and I, and I, I love the old building kind of scenario and we do a lot with plaster and, you know, stuff like that. And, and I would have to imagine Skip, it's not nearly to the magnitude that you guys do, but like I had one, um, I, I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. At a, a house in uh, Kirkwood right by us. Well, actually, I think it was Glendale, but on the border. And, and we put an elevator in it, and there was some plaster crown molding in the room that this elevator shaft was running through. Right. And we actually had a pretty extensive conversation with the client and with the, the plaster company that we brought in to do this plaster crown because it, it, it wasn't in mint condition anywhere in the room. Mm-hmm. And, and the thought was, we don't want it in mint condition around this elevator. Right. You know, we want it to literally look like it's been in this house for, you know, 102 years. Really? You know, yeah. So they're, you know, if you all of a sudden put this brand new crown that, you know, and, it, and it's all perfect. And, and on the other side of the room, there's some little, you can see the seams and it's a little crooked and there's different things. So we literally, fold you know, it. exactly fold it to be like, no, this is just like the rest of it. It's been in the house forever and it looks absolutely fabulous. But I'm sure in your downtown facility, you've got materials from other countries. You've got the, the, the masons, the marbles, the stuff and exactly getting in right. and out of stuff, Ex- exactly you know, right. Touch on some of that stuff, how you deal with it or what you got to do and go through. Well, as you know, uh, the downtown property has has been designated as a historic uh, place, uh, both by the state as well as nationally. Um, so anytime we approach uh, some of these areas, we have to take in consideration what has gone on in this room over the last hundred years. And a lot of technology has changed. Uh, back in the day, of course, they used uh, different types of paints that we wouldn't use now and so on and so forth, different paints, different insulators, so on and so forth. And um, they, they potentially could be hazardous, so we have to take precautions on that. So one thing where we can, we encapsulate in place, uh, which means in some cases we cover over. But oh, yeah. where, where we... Um, where we have to remediate, of course, we do that. Um, one thing, I, I like what you said about that crown mold. We just did a project up in our ballroom probably about three years ago, and we were modernizing it with speakers and screens and so on and so forth. Prior to modernization of that, we'd have to have a staff of AV people putting up screens and putting in speakers and so on and so forth. So we made a conscious effort to you know, put in some amenities that, the clients would want to make the room more useful. And uh, after the screens were installed, there were these 20-foot bars at the top of the ceiling in three places in the room, and it just did not fit the room. It took away from the uh, the aesthetics of it. So yeah. we uh, contract or contacted our decorator and said, we want to foe that. Yeah. I want that to look just like the, the drapes because it extended each side of the drapes. I want it to look like the drapes i want it to look like the shears yeah. i don't want to see those screens and uh we fold all three of them and i could probably take both you guys down there and if i wouldn't have mentioned that to you you would have never saw them because we painstakingly fold these screens in but th- this is a type of detail that apparently you do and apparently we look at when we touch our, our buildings and uh you know it's getting back to uh, uh taking it to where the room needs to be. And I, I, by the way, I do like that idea of just stressing the crown mold because, you know, that makes sense as well. Yeah. I want something that looked like it's a hundred years old instead of brand new plaster. 
Yeah. Which that's, but that, I think that's thinking out of the box. That's not, you know, a lot of guys would just, we're going to put up new uh, crown mold and walk away and call it done. No. Yeah. Well, and that too is, you know, uh, kind of like you, you said, you've been kind of doing this sort of stuff for like 40 years. Not this stuff. Um, okay. So <laughs> you've been, been in the business for, for 40 years. Yeah. Okay. So just experience of, you know, um, when you've been doing something so long, I mean, Mosby's, you know, was Scott's dad, Scott took it over. We've been in business since 1947. Right. Um, I've been doing this 30 years. He has a lot of people. I've been with Mosby 18. I, I've learned a lot and I've seen a lot and it's truly learning from your mistakes and it's saying, you know, yeah, we're going to put plaster crown and then you get it in and, and it happens and you're like, okay, well, yeah, we don't want to ever do that again. You know, we've done it wrong enough in the years past and had to redo it. Right. It's kind of like those homeowners don't build something twice. Well, for, for me and for you and for all these companies out there, obviously building something twice just kills your job, kills sure. your you credibility, know, profit, everything, credit, all that stuff. Um, so yeah, learning from your mistakes, thinking about it, keeping people around and really, you know, having processes to have it in is, is kind of what we do at Mosby in order to, to think through things like that and to, to kind of, you know, it's like a history class. Don't forget history because it repeats itself right. if you do, you know, and that's why we should, you know, learn about history and understand and, and be like, well, don't do that again. That's, that's really what we're doing is, you know, so, um, just getting through stuff like that is, is, you know, very, very important to, to our clients, but treating our people right and having the processes gets us to be able to do that. And another thing that, that we do at Mosby very well that I'm going to guess you are, um, you guys really have to do very well. Cause if we're in a home, we're dealing with two, three, four people, maybe six, they got a lot of kids. Um, so protections of the home and guiding them around and, you know, putting up barriers or plastic zip walls contain the dust, right. things like that. Well, you're about to like, you know, work on the outside of a building for like six months with scaffolding and all this stuff. I can't imagine what you have to go through to protect basically the general public. Exactly right. Yeah. Well, first we have to permit that all. Yeah. We have to come up with engineered drawings on what the scaffolding is going to look like. Uh, we have to, you know, in some cases probably shut down the street to divert people to the other side because the last thing we want to do is hurt uh, any of the public or, or our members or our employees. So, you know, painstakingly, we're going to do what we have to do to keep that all tied up and safe for everybody. Yeah, no, absolutely. So um, we're, we're, we're in our final minute here, but um, I got to tell you, I love the old building stuff. Um, Skip, I really love having you uh, with us today. Um, thought it was a great conversation and a lot of similarities here. What I've been talking about a lot um, with the MAC is just the, the business model similarities, you know, what Mosby does and what the MAC does and, and how they model everything is just, you know, it's in tune, I think, very much so. And that's why I think we make very good partners. I agree. At this and, and at all the events and the different things that we do. So want to thank you again for coming on and want to let everybody else out there know, stay tuned for Priscilla's all around the yard. Be good to everybody during the week, and I will talk to everybody next weekend. Get more at 971talk.com.